0: Does a new year mean a new me? We're starting off with the year 2022, and we always hear people say, new year, new me. In recovery, it is often emphasized that a person has to make a complete makeover now that they are sober. Recovery does require making changes, but does it mean someone has to become a whole new person? Thank you listeners for tuning into the trailer for Talking Addiction and Recovery podcast. I am your host, Andrew J. Schreier, and this podcast is a follow-up to the book I wrote called Addiction and Recovery. I am an independent clinical supervisor, clinical substance abuse counselor, and licensed professional counselor in the state of Wisconsin. In this profession, the opportunity to learn and become educated is never short, and the ongoing venture of gaining wisdom to help others is definitely a passion I possess. This is where I get to share that information with you, and invite guests to share their experience and work. In this podcast, we discuss issues related to addiction, recovery, mental health, counseling, treatment, and several other areas. We discuss alcohol, drugs, gambling, gaming, pornography, and other behaviors that impacts the lives of people I work with, the individuals in their lives and the community as well. Listen as we talk about these issues because when we don't talk about them, and the silence grows, the worse it becomes. Talking about them continues to bring them into the light, which is our best way of addressing these issues and ultimately helping those who are impacted. You can find the podcast on social media with Instagram at Talking Addiction and Recovery. And Facebook page with Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. You can send emails to ask questions, provide feedback, or inquire about being a guest at Talking Addiction and Recovery at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning into the podcast, and with every episode you listen to, I hope you walk away learning something. Welcome everyone to the first episode of 2022 for Talking Addiction and Recovery Podcast. Looking forward to more great episodes to talk about some important things related to addiction and recovery along with guests who are gracious enough to join and talk with us. And it is the new year and this is a time where all those new year resolutions, new year new me slogans are plastered across social media and all that. Now is a time where people look at wanting to create some new goals or looking at making some changes. And, you know, last year's New Year's episode was all about resolutions. And this year, we're going to kind of focus on talking about like this whole new me thing. And I want to like get right to it and shoot from the hip is. Do I have to become like a new me? Like every year, do I have to reinvent something about myself or I have to make a change in something like about me? And there's nothing wrong with wanting to set goals or make changes, but the idea of having to become a new me almost sounds like there's something wrong with the old me. And I don't think that's a healthy way of viewing, you know, like goal setting or wanting to work on some things. And I think this fits perfectly in the addiction recovery world. You know, absolutely. And I think it's an issue that we really don't talk enough about, which is this identity piece, you know, Addiction is powerful. Substances are powerful. They really are. When you think of that, they're they're mind-altering. You know, they have the ability to make changes in our body and everything within it. Other behaviors, not just substances, also have that ability to make changes and affect us in varying ways. And one of the most noticeable changes when it comes to having problems with a substance or a behavior, um, having a, a diagnosed use disorder or calling it an an addiction is the impact on who we are. You know, someone finds out a person they know or love has an addiction, they say, you know, I can't believe it. I never would have imagined that person to have an addiction. It seems so unlike them. You know, you hear it all the time from people that when they're under the influence of the substance or trapped in the chains of addiction, they are not like themselves. They will do things they never would have considered without the substance or behaviors. And loved ones see it too. You know, they say they don't know who this person is anymore and they are completely different. When I used to do, like, home visits with adolescents, it was very common for, like, parents to show me around the house. And they would sometimes share pictures of how the the child was, you know, like... Quote before the addiction, and they would ask, even plead at times to just have them back to how they were before. And it's this message that substance use and other behaviors take over the individual and they become an entirely different person. In my book, Addiction Recovery, in the chapter about what is addiction, I begin it by giving examples of clients and patients over the years have described addiction to me and one of those descriptions is addiction can change everything about how you see yourself, your beliefs, your values and turn you into somebody you never thought you could become. And sometimes this is referred to as like the Dr Jekyll and Mr Hyde complex. And I actually did, you know, write about that in the book as how sometimes when the addiction's going on or when we're faced with it it, it does seem like it's sort of this other, other part of me that without it, I wouldn't be acting the same. And I just want to read a little bit of what I, I wrote in the book. So, the story of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde by Robert Louis Stevenson reminds me a lot of addiction recovery. The mystery, the illusion, the confusion, and ultimately the revelation about the two characters who in the end are the same person. I've recommended the story to many clients who often come back and say that describes them when they are using alcohol and drugs or engaging in other behaviors in comparison to when they are sober. I have heard parents and loved ones call the individual Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. When they are sober, the individual is loving, caring, kind, determined, motivated, helpful, and the person everyone sees them as. When they are using the individual's destructive, harmful, uncaring, selfish, and the worst version of themselves. This is what is known as the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde complex. Addiction can turn a person entirely into someone they never believed they could be and even hide it from those closest to them. And that's, you know, how people look at it is this identity piece of. When I'm using, when I'm under the influence, when I'm caught up in my my addiction, I'm not me. So we know where addiction comes along and it's viewed as changing this person entirely. Now, treatment or recovery also enters into the picture where it's also reinforced. When the person is abstinent and sober, they are considered like their old selves again. But it's even reinforced more than that with like some recovery like models or beliefs. You know, we talk about a person having to make changes and let's be honest, we talk about having to make a lot of changes, change the way you think, the way you cope, the way you act, the people you hang around, the places you even go and the things you do. Sometimes it goes to the length of changing even the clothes you wear, the movies you watch, even the, the music you listen to, I mean, some recovery programs have you look at all of your character flaws and addressing them. There's a lot about yourself you have to give up or sacrifice in order to make recovery work. You know, at an initial glance, it sounds like you just have to give up alcohol, you just gotta give up drugs, you just gotta give up gambling, you just gotta give up pornography. And it looks like it's just giving up all the, the negative stuff, right? So like, how hard is it? maybe not so hard exactly but what's so bad about that you're you're asked to give up something that is destroying your life so why is that so so bad to ask but there is so much that a person gives up when they decide to stop using or engaging in a behavior what we are talking about in this episode is giving up parts of who you are Because of what addiction has done. And I just want people to imagine having to do this. Like take away the idea of the alcohol, the drug, the behavior, like the addiction aspect of it. And just imagine having to change everything. Like imagine having to basically look at who I am and either being encouraged, told, pressured... Even coerced, or just simply believing you have to change who you are in nearly everything you do. And this is also when we talk about connecting this with like New Year's, like, oh, this is going to be my, my, this whole year, this is what I'm going to work on. You know, do you realize that, you know, when someone enters treatment um, or someone's being, Asked or, or pressured by someone about stopping their use. Like, this isn't like, oh yeah, let's look at a year plan for this. You know, you go to a treatment program and it's like day one, day two, we're going to start talking about making changes. Maybe we've got 30, 45, 90 days to do it. It's It's really just eye opening that expectation that someone has to change so much about themselves so quickly and that that's supposed to be seen as something that, yeah, why, why can't they do that? Or why, why can't that be done? What's so hard about that? I mean, we're talking about people that can't, like general population, that struggles to make a New Year's resolution work with one area of change. And yet for someone with like a substance use problem or gambling or pornography, we want that change to happen like right away and everything that goes along with that. And I believe this whole aspect of it is really ignored. And I get it, you know, like the impact and sometimes devastation of alcohol and drug use and sometimes the urgency to... Get to sobriety overshadows what this experience is like. I, I think it gets completely looked over because of how hopeful we look at recovery and they need to be sober. You know, because of that, we sometimes forget that we ignore how much of an impact this has on someone's sense of identity and who they are and the change we are really expecting them to make. I think you have to make some changes, no doubt about it. But I honestly don't believe you have to change everything about who you are. I don't think you have to give up everything about who you are and everything about yourself. I I agree there are flaws. And let me be clear, we all have flaws. You do not have to be an individual who has problems with alcohol, drugs, gambling, pornography, or... Video gaming to have flaws. Unfortunately, when you have problems like that, your flaws take more of a center stage. But it doesn't mean some of those same flaws don't exist in the audience or, or behind the curtain. And I, I you know, it's, it was the holidays and one of the movies that I always watch is the the Grinch And I think that helps to realize that, you know, the Grinch goes through change, but it's not like he's this entirely different person. Like, we still want parts of the Grinch to be the Grinch. You know, like, there are parts of him that without that, that's not who he would be. So there are things that we want the Grinch to still Be with himself and to have that identity. We don't want him to just become like this robotic version of everybody else in the story. We'd like to see some change with maybe how he treats others, maybe how he views himself, and and maybe some of those connections with people would change. But I don't think anyone would want that story to turn out where the Grinch isn't the Grinch in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like when and I'm definitely thinking of like the Jim Carrey version, but we we still want the Grinch to to be funny. We still want him to have his traits and, and character about him. We don't want him to just become someone that he isn't because everyone's looking for him to to change. And Part of that is what would happen by just having someone change everything about who they are to become this version of who we want them to be. And I think if we ask someone to give up everything, change everything about them, we're also ignoring a lot of things that can be useful and helpful. So there's a couple of things I want to look at in regards to like the flaws of someone having to completely change who they are because of getting sober and barking on recovery. I know this sounds a little sporadic in this talk, but I think this is a really good exploration of this topic regarding identity and the idea of having to become a new me. The first thing I want to talk about is just what would it be? be like to imagine having to just become an entirely different person. I mean, just sit where you are now and take a moment to think of if all of a sudden someone came along and said you had to change all your friends, change all the people around you, change the way you think, your beliefs. You can't use this to cope or deal with things anymore. I mean, imagine if that were to happen, and how you know really scary that would be and the idea of doing that isn't something that is normally going to be like taken as wow that's so great i can't wait that sounds amazing no it sounds terrifying you know i've been in different um programs and, and i've i've seen rules and stuff and it it goes down to even like you can't listen to certain kind of music anymore, um, and all things like that. So I mean, imagine if that stuff was just like taken from you—that like you can't be this person that listens to this music anymore. You know, that's it's crazy to think that. So I want us to be put in the shoes of this this person who is now being challenged to change everything about them. With the new year, we look at maybe one resolution or a few resolutions. Sometimes with that message of addiction recovery, we expect people to make those changes overnight sometimes or in a couple of days, 30, 90 maybe at most. That's a really high bar to raise for people. The second thing I want to talk about is it also removes like the strength based idea that people have strengths in them. People have things about them that are good about them that have helped them. And by saying we got to throw everything away, we sort of like ignore that. It's like all of a sudden, like there are no strengths in them and we don't talk about strengths enough. We really don't. It's. It's talked about a lot. I shouldn't say it's not talked about. It is talked about a lot. It's not practiced a lot. Strength sometimes becomes like what you're good at or what you like to do, but applying it, looking deeper into those strengths, how can that help with recovery? How can that help with accomplishing some goals? We definitely do not address that enough and if we were to say you got to give up everything you got to become a whole new person we ignore a lot of the strengths that do exist there's a a lot of great ways you can explore it there's a lot of great ways you can identify it and in fact that's going to be a future episode is is truly applying a strengths-based approach but by giving away all the minuses we're going to give away some pluses too if we just look at this person's got to change entirely who they are the third thing is we also neglect the resiliency and looking at how someone was able to continue to persist and not give up you know there's so much stigmas you know around people with substance use disorders and addiction some of the things about resiliency and what I've seen is not talked about enough. I remember I was just started at a, a halfway house program for for men who got released from incarceration or who were there to as an alternative. And I remember there was a story of a guy who he was sharing his story talking about what he was going through and this was another attempt at Sobrani. He was talking about how he got a house, had a job, did all this, lost all of it, um, worked his way again, got sober, got a job, owned another house, lost all of it again. And here he was doing it a third time. And I think while some people might shake their heads as to like, why isn't this working or, or why isn't he getting it? But do you know what stood out to me was, do you know how much resiliency that is to go through that again and again and not give up? You know, at the time I didn't even have a house. So to me getting a house seemed like, well, that's crazy. Cause I was still very young. And then the idea of like losing it all again, gaining it again, losing it and then trying another time to me like what stood out about him was his resiliency. And that's an area where if we throw away everything about who someone is and they got to change everything, we're also throwing away resiliency they've displayed to continue going forward and trying to continue fighting this fight. So I don't want to remove that from someone because sometimes that's all they have that that keeps them going. And we take that away and you could almost just suck out the hope of what they are trying to do. The other, the fourth point about this is just the idea that there there is an identity, an existence outside of the addiction and recovery. And it, it takes so much a part of who they are, but there's other parts about all these individuals who struggle with substance use and gambling and pornography and or video games. There was times in their life when they weren't even in, indulging or engaging in these, this use or these behaviors. And there's times where they're not going to so that identity piece becomes so intertwined with the addiction and recovery that sometimes we, start, we stop looking at like the other pieces of that, the other parts of it. And it's, like I said, like their, their addiction, their recovery gets center stage, but other parts of who they are is overshadowed. It's, it's put in a back corner. It's a character on stage that has no, no lines. And it's kind of like a prop. Or it's just behind the curtain, lost and forgotten. So I I think if we throw all that away and we just make it so focused on the identity is about the addiction and the recovery, we also neglect and forget a lot of other things about individuals that have nothing to do with it. That's another area where we can sort of look at helping the individual and and utilizing those types of things. The one of my favorite animated movies, I'll say, is Wreck-It Ralph and First of all, I love the scene of where they're sitting at the support meeting and they're taking it one game at a time. And you know, they're the they're the bad guys and it sort of looks at you know, Ralph is just trying to earn Just really like to be seen, to be recognized as a good person. But his character in the the game is he's the bad guy. And that's what's kept with him. And this is along the lines of like the Grinch where, you know, as Ralph goes through this identity search and, and meets people. In the end, we don't want Ralph to just change who he is. We don't want to say he's got to become some entirely different character we want Ralph to still be Ralph. There are just some things we want different and that he's looking for to be different too. And instead of attaching himself to that I'm a bad guy, he can be that, that character in the video game, but he doesn't have to be that bad guy identity for the the rest of his life. So I think sometimes if we could have that same view and compassion towards someone that we do with, like, The Grinch and Wreck-It Ralph, it would mean so much to a person that they don't get the sense that, like, they have to change everything about them and who they are because of how they're being viewed as they're such a bad person that they need to become a whole new one for them to be liked, or for them to belong, for them to be a part of something. I don't think that's what's going to help someone who is struggling with substance use and other behaviors. So I think the real main takeaway is, like, let's slow down, and even pause on this idea that someone needs to change entirely who they are because of their addiction or because of their desire or attempt at recovery. Maybe we can start by focusing on some strengths, some resilience, maybe some areas of improvement. But let's not send the message that a person is so bad or so wrong, they need to change who they are entirely. I really believe this this topic of identity needs to be explored more. Further conversations and, and dialogues about it. I think identity around substance use, identity engaging in some behaviors, identity with addiction in general, you know, also identity around like treatment, around recovery, that there's so much that becomes attached to the idea of who I am. And sometimes there can be some pros and cons to how we are applying that. So let me know what you think. Uh, Go to any of the social media pages and comment on some of the posts regarding this episode. Let me know what sort of things you want to hear more about regarding this piece of identity and with addiction and recovery because we're going to keep talking about it more. If what you heard helped or thought it was something that was could be helpful for someone else, please leave a comment or a rating on any of the podcast platforms because that helps to get the episode out to more people. And this could be something that someone is needing. So let's continue this talk about identity and we're going to keep exploring it as we talk about how this impacts people who are dealing with substance use, other behaviors, and those who are embarking on recovery. As always, I hope you learned something.